Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. And thank you, Sean. From Los Angeles, I'm Mike Dowler, and welcome to Conversations Radio. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, at Conversations Radio. Hey, a great show tonight. Under clear blue skies, 90 degrees today in Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty warm summer just around the corner. Our guest will be Lilo Beyer. She is a singer, actress, and much, much more. She is live tonight from Singapore, although she does reside in Southern California. So we'll talk to her in just one second. A great, great talent and just so much going on. So looking forward to that. And again, my co-host will be the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Travis Burnett. He's back again to co-host. He's very good at this, by the way, and uh, looking forward to talking to him as well. Hey, all our podcasts, uh, just so you know, are on Apple Podcasts. You can go to the iTunes store and search Conversations Radio and voila. They're all right there, tucked in quite nicely for your listening enjoyment. 120, soon to be 121 episodes. We're also on Amazon Music. Now that's new, so you can go, hey Alexa, play Conversations Radio, and it actually works. It's amazing. So lots of ways to listen. Go ahead and check us out. And of course, we're um, um, on the web everywhere, omnipresent. A lot of great podcasts and great performers, great shows. And now uh, we've got a guest, a guest on the 13th of April as well. I'll talk about that later. But uh, right now, I want to go ahead and dive right in because it is uh, a beautiful spring day here in SoCal. Although it feels like summer, things are good. Things are opened up and uh, feeling fantastic. Everyone is just happy. So let's go ahead and start this. My co-host, you know him. Uh, well, several. Um, he's been uh, the clown boy on Dispatches from Elsewhere. You may have seen, seen him as Claude on Diary of a Future President. And most recently as... Logan, I hope I got that right, on the Connors. And again, uh, th that just wrapped for the season. So a lot of a lot of uh, stuff he's done and more on the way. Uh, and he's done some singing stuff as well. He's done some cabaret shows and very, very talented. He's in Southern California as well. And uh, he um, likes doing this. Travis Burnett, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. How are Great you, sir? Good to have you back. I am doing great. How are you? Doing well. And again, you guys had your big rap party uh, last week for the Connors. So those are yeah, always... Yeah, we did. Nice of, to see um, familiar faces. Kind of, It's always kind of bittersweet, you know? Yeah, definitely. But we didn't even we didn't even know about the rap party, but it was nice to check, check the email to see, oh, we were invited. <laughs> so it was sort of like a second goodbye, but a second hello, sort of. How many seasons for, now for the Connors? Wow, it's like... Um, I, I want to say four. I want to say four seasons. Because it was it was Roseanne, then it became the Connors, and uh, even when it was Roseanne, it was years as well. But again, it's an amazing show. Um, great writing. Uh, I mean, uh, phenomenal cast. John Goodman, wonderful. And even you had appearances by uh, Joe Walsh from the Eagles was on not too long ago, as well. Oh as yeah, 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 yeah. We were. Um... We, we actually, we started watching the Connors now that I was on it and we did see him and we weren't actually sure, like he must be famous. So we looked him up and we're like, oh my gosh, he is. <laughs> so. And Tony, Cav nice 
Tony Caballero as well, a good friend of mine. He's been on our show, uh, as, as has, um, well, Joe Walsh I met years ago at Guitar Center. That was amazing, amazing guy. Um, but uh, I guess Tony Caballero, Caballero plays Harris's boyfriend. And I guess, they're yeah. sh- I guess they're shacking up. And believe it or not, Joe Walsh is, is the dad. And he's uh, not too keen on it. But I think they work it out. And uh, it was a great, great episode. Great synergy between uh, John Goodman and Joe Walsh. It was phenomenal. So well done. I, what an honor for you to be able to do that show. Because it really is, yeah. you know, it's, it's, yeah. you know it's, it's iconic. It really is, you know. But uh, we had, we've had Casey Burke on a number of times. She was on um, in the, on the Middle. And that ran about, man, like nine seasons. It was a long, Oof. long, wow. long time. But again, great, uh, great. You know, network TV is still alive, which is good. Yes. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Now, <laughs> but, now that being yeah. said, your your work on Dispatches from Elsewhere as the Clown Boy, amazing. Amazing. And again, yeah. working with Richard Grant, who's phenomenal. Richard Grant, of course, um, wonderful actor. Been some some sad times for him as of late because his wife had passed away. Yeah, I so, heard about that. I heard about that. So, but Richard does listen, I believe, and uh, Richard, uh, you know, thank you, and, and you know, she's in a good place. But uh, yeah. what a what a what a wonderful man! And uh, you 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 are working with like amazing people. I mean, Sally Fields, my God. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's really crazy. You know, so but, um, I've been also really lucky with good directors because I've yeah. heard like almost horror stories from like other coaches that I've had that have said, I had this one director who was so critical, so hypercritical, which is sometimes good, but they were, they fired me on the spot for being 15 minutes late or something. Oh, wow. It's crazy. I've been really lucky with directors and amazing actors. Anything coming up you can talk about? Oof. Um, let's think. Um, well, I just booked, um, a looping job. Oh. I actually wasn't sure what that was. I think it's like background voices for yeah. something. Yeah. But um, I just did a show, sort of like a table read esque thing. Okay. I can I can see the name of it. It's out there. King of Pangea. Oh. It's sort of like we're sort of building it up. All sort right. Sort of trying to get it to the ground. But other than that, start of pilot season. Auditions, done, auditions, auditions. You've done, you've done voiceover, right? Haven't you? Yes, I have. Yeah. So, so you're you're yeah you're in it. And voiceover really saved a lot of people because during the, during the pandemic, as I've said over and over, it didn't stop. It just kept on going because folks yeah. were working from there. I home. was fortunate to be on a show called Super Wings. Sure. And I have right behind me, not this, but behind that wall is my own recording studio. Nice, nice. Whole mic and everything. So. Very cool. Well, I'm glad you're yeah. back. You're, you're good at this co-host thing. As soon as I get an actual building, I'll get you your own parking space. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and bring our um, guest in, uh, all the way from Singapore. I don't know how many miles that is. It's a long ways away. And again, it's morning there. She's coming. She's in the future. It's actually, it's actually Thursday morning there in uh, in Singapore. Lilo Bayer, I got your name right. See, she was, she was waiting. And she goes. Yeah. Oh, she's got that. She Look like she's oh, I'm name. so proud. Yeah. Lilo Bayer is an actress. She's a singer and influencer. Uh, really an amazing amazing artist um currently residing in uh, los angeles but splits her time between la and singapore and she's there right now for spring break we uh t- talked earlier before we went on the air and i guess they had the long 
the long flight uh, from uh, yeah. LA to uh, to Singapore. Mom gets first class, and they get put in the back. So, <laughs> you know, exactly. wow. Exactly, that's what it is. So. That's how it is. Lilo, uh, Lilo, best known for her role on the Singapore Grip. That was a UK series um, opposite um, uh, David Morrissey from Walking Dead, and also uh, Jane Honrocks. So again, yeah. uh, amazing, amazing stuff. So let's bring her in. She's chomping at the bit. She can't wait. And she's actually worked with David Beckham. My goodness. Lilo Beyer, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Welcome to Conversations Radio. It's all about the guest. You know that. And, Thank you. Um, yes. And I'm so glad to have you on here. And again, I, I didn't realize you were, well, actually, you mentioned when we talked on the phone a couple weeks ago, you were going to go back to, um, to Singapore because that's where you're from. You are your family. Yeah. Your family is Austrian, but you are uh, you were born in Singapore and raised in Singapore, and uh, so tell me about that uh, the trip. Uh, so you guys piled in the airplane and went all the way to Singapore, and uh, you're there for a couple of weeks, right? So I was born in Singapore, and so I basically spent my entire life here. This is my home. My parents moved here, I think, a few years before I was born, and so it was about three years ago when we moved to Los Angeles, and like the difference is huge like if you ever been to singapore i haven't it's well you should definitely come it's a vacation spot let me tell you it is clean and it's so safe like any time of the day it's like three in the morning i could walk outside and i wouldn't have to be scared i was I, is, I read i read that chewing gum is illegal there is that correct not anymore it oh they changed that okay now, yeah not anymore now there's just a fine and you can like you can buy it at like some specific stores, like like uh, like CVS, like those kinds of stores here. Yeah. Um, but there's you don't really see gum a lot. I, you know, know, and I know. I like that law because you know we've all been in classrooms, and um, you know Travis, um, yeah. tell me if I'm wrong, you reach under the desk and somebody's put a glob of gum there, and like, Ugh, you know. Yes. And it's, <laughs> it's been there a while, you know. And then there's a if you go to Seattle, they have that gum wall. In Seattle, where people took oh, their gum and they put yeah. it, in, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, you've been there actually? Yeah, I have. Really? We went on like, this huge, like, US tour a few years back before we moved here, and we like went everywhere. And so, that was a spot that I, I really wanted to go to. I convinced my parents because they were kind of grossed out, but I really wanted to see it. So, well, well, it was I, really cool. I grew up in uh, San Francisco, so a lot of chewing gum there. <laughs> And a lot of yeah. a lot of great shellfish as well. I mean, if you like, do you eat fish? <laughs> no, I oh. I can't I can't eat seafood. I, really? I can't do it. Travis, fish? Um, I, I haven't really been eating that much fish, but I found out I had a shellfish allergy, so that I'm, rules out a little bit of the. I'm ocean. like the odd the odd man out here. This mic is so big. My goodness. Um, <laughs> I'm like the odd man out here. I guess because I, I, I love you know in San Francisco, if you don't eat shellfish, they'll kick you out. That'll be, I mean, it's like you have to, you know, you know. so, but anyway, but, uh, this is, this is called the bunny trail we go down, but yeah, so you guys, um, you, you hopped in now, obviously flying now is, is crazy and right. you, you've done it a lot. So tell me about the process. You guys have to, you get, you get a red eye or did you leave in the morning? what did you guys do from LA? Yes. Yeah, so our flight, it was at, I think I have such a bad memory. It was like 1130, 1140. At I think night. that's when like departure was. Okay. And so we got home from school I like we all got dressed we finished we did some late minute packing because I was not done packing yet yeah. um and we left I think it was around like 9 p.m I would say we left to the airport and then we got there 
we went we checked in and it was so crowded because the international terminal i don't know it was full like i we couldn't even move it was like sardines it was so tight and so we went we checked in and then we went and of course we bought some snacks because you know you got to get some food because airplane food is just not very good so did you go on singapore airlines Singapore Airlines. It should be yeah. really good. It wasn't. 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 It's, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll stop it there. I don't want to. They may be a future future advertiser. Of course, there's of course airport security. That's always fun. Do they still make you take your shoes off? No. Oh, they stopped. I didn't that. have okay. to take anything off. So my, I didn't even have to take off my like hoodie that I was wearing. Nothing. Right. Okay. They trusted. It was you. great. They said. Yeah. They said. They're like, it's Lilo. Just let her. Uh, let her in. <laughs> That's exactly, gonna, I'm sure that's what happened. Then you, then, you, then you got that you got that airport airport page. Yes. May I have your attention, then, please? Lilo Byers in the airport. Please let her board uh, her plane. Thank you. <laughs> you know. Ah, so, uh, that's great. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, great! Well, fantastic. So a good flight. Uh, and mm-hmm. those planes are huge, by the way. It's amazing. Yeah, but the huge. but the good news is when you get back, um, mm-hmm. you, you can uh, go to In and Out. It's yeah, right, it's right there on I'm the corner. I'm so excited. I'm yeah. so excited. And it's a great spot to watch planes land. I mean, like they're like right there. So, this is not mm-hmm. the airplane show again. <laughs> the bunny trail, but yeah, you go. Seafood and airplanes. That's right, the name right. Of the yes, yeah. be afraid. Be very yeah. afraid. You go. You go back. You, you go back regularly though. Um, I guess you're on spring break now, right? Yeah, we're on spring break right now. We go back next week on Saturday. Okay, so that's oh, that's fine. Another another red eye flight probably. Late yeah. night flight, yeah. Okay. All right. Bring, mm-hmm. bring your snacks. So, what kind of snacks would you bring from Singapore back, though? From back from Singapore? Yeah. I mean, are there specific <laughs> snacks you like that are tasty? Okay. Uh, from Singapore, I would take. I know they have this in the U.S., but I don't know if they have it in L.A. I haven't seen it. Garrett popcorn. Ooh. Isn't that like they have that in Chicago? I think. Okay. And it's it's the best popcorn I have ever tasted. So I would take that back. Okay. And pineapple cookies. Oh. That's, they're so that good. They have them amazing. for Chinese New Year. I had pineapple. So Wait, I had those in Hawaii. Pineapple cookies. They had them there. Yes. Yeah, like I at remember like the this. pineapple plantation farm. Yeah, exactly. That and the macadamia yeah. nuts. I mean, amazing stuff. So, they're very good. <laughs> All of 15 years old. Uh, you're living a dream right now. You've done. I mean, you've been doing this since four. And mm-hmm. Travis has been doing it since three. So wow. you guys are pretty much and you're both, uh, both the same age. So that's cool. Um, so you both have done this. You've had some phenomenal opportunities. It, what, now you, you obviously started out, what were your first performances you did at four years old? What were you doing? Well, uh, like every little child, I was doing, you know, dance performances, ballet, jazz, those kinds of things. And after like my first performance, I still remember my parents always tell me that I was just so excited and I asked my parents to join this academy. So after I did like a few dance performances, I started just doing more musical stuff and then I started singing and it just all kind of unraveled from there. At what point, and I'll ask Travis that as well, but for you, at what point in the big scheme of things did you you have that moment of clarity and you said to yourself, you know what, I know I want to do this forever. What, when, when, well, when, was, when was that? Uh, I would say it was right after my like first ever performance because wow. I was like looking back at videos actually just yesterday and photos of me and like everyone just looks like they don't want to be there and so bored on stage. But I was just like glowing and I was like the only one excited. And so 
I think after that performance, I just realized that this is just something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So you committed right so. away. Oh, yeah. I was and, like, I love this. Like, I don't need any other, like, options. I don't need to try anything else out. So. And Travis, for you, singing was first, right? Um. Well, when I was three, actually, none of that. No dancing, no singing, no acting. My My grandma's director just looked at me and said, he should be on stage, just randomly. So he gave me, like, things to memorize, and I introduced the show. So oh. I was in, like, a, a suit, and I went on stage and said the name of the director, music director, name of the play. And when I got off stage, um, I was walking out, and I told the director, that was super fun. Can I do that again? So that sort of is where I knew I wanted to do this. And yeah. it's the entertainment snowball. We got a couple recommendations for a youth acting uh, place where I learned what to do and then we found good coaches where we did showcases with them got an agent and auditions led me yeah there is there is that moment of clarity when you're when you're in the moment and it's like all of a sudden it just becomes very very surreal it's like wow I'm doing this yeah. I've worked in radio for a number of years too and even as a child my mom worked for ABC in San Francisco they read TV and radio and I would go there and hang out and bother them. They'd bother me. But I'd go in some of the, st the radio studios that were, they were vacant. I remember, I remember putting headphones on and, you know, and, and, and they're like, hello, how are you? Hello, hello. And, and then it's like, it's like, oh, my God, that sounds so, I sounds, you know, so, so weird. And even play, so when, you, when, you, when, you, when you play, when you play your, like a tape back and you record it, you always, they're like, it's, it's weird, you know. But then working yeah. in radio, you, you get that you're at a point where, you know, you've, you've, you've done like a, you've done a, like a song, you come out of a song, just like, you know, you know, hello, ready. I'm woman on 95.5, you know, X, Y, Z, Y, you know, whatever, whatever the station is, but you become immediately like aware of what you're, what you're doing. And it's like, wow. You know, so, um, that you committed so early, in, uh, Lilo is fantastic. I mean, that's good. Cause you yeah. made the right decision because since then success has kind of followed you, um, mm -hmm. everywhere. Now you've done some stage stuff to start. Yes. I want to say. Um, do you like stage or do you like doing 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 film? What do you like best? And you knew I was going to ask you. Knew, you knew I was going to ask you this. You knew that. You know. I knew it. I I sensed it. Ugh. I I mean, stage was always I think more like the foundation of what just like brought me into the industry in the first place because I was just in musicals all over. I was like in the Shrek International Touring Musical, Evita. Cinderella and so that's just what I always wanted to do I always wanted to be on Broadway and then I when I first got my first TV series I don't know I think that it just kind of shifted and it just like I can't I would probably be film acting I yeah. think that's my favorite but I I still love stage acting it's like they're very close very close and I mean with with stage obviously it's the, the response is immediate and uh, Travis, you've done some cabaret work and some some stuff, and and, and it's got to be a rush, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I get asked that, it sort of depends on who asks. If it's like a TV person, I always say TV and film. But if it's like a big Broadway director, I always say, "Oh man, I'm a big fan of theater." But if I had to choose from an unbiased party, I would have to still say TV and film, just because. TV and film is something where 
you get the script, you memorize your lines, you go in for maybe a couple months. It depends on what you book, obviously, right. but then you're yeah. done. But for a theater production, no matter what role you play, you're in for like three months of rehearsal, one month of performing, and it's a lot. A big commitment, mm -hmm. sure. Even yeah. having community theater as well is a big commitment. And it's funny because I've gone into comedy clubs before, and you, you, you like wander the halls and you hear these guys sort of out stage. Like, they go, "Hey, was, was I funny?" <laughs> it's like you know, I'm like, "Well, of course you're funny, or you wouldn't be performing here," you know. So it's like, yeah. um, again, th that immediate response. Uh, and uh, do you do any um, do, you do any improv at all, Lilo? Uh, I do do improv. Uh, like I take classes, but nothing like I don't want to like do improv, you know, yeah. like professionally. But I do take like classes in that. Talk class. about committing. That's like you know, like like can you, can you do like the, the, the like the like de like deadpan comedy and stuff like that, or no, not your thing. Comedy, co comedy or drama. What do you like best? Ah, uh, nah, another one. It's a mm, twenty question. I feel like Comedy comes much easier to me, I feel like, because, like, the timing is kind of just, like, in me. But, like, drama, I have to work on it more yeah. to, like, get to wherever the scene is. So it's just another really hard one. I And I think you're, you're naturally mm. outgoing and positive. Yeah, you know? I am very, like, outgoing. When you first meet me, I'm very shy, and I'll be quiet. No, but not once you. I, like, post one, if you ask my friends, I'm, like, the loudest one. I'm so annoying. But, <laughs> yeah, so I think that's why comedy just comes easier to me, I feel like, because I just talk so much. Travis, annoying? No? Oh, <laughs> Bravo. Oh, what, what's, your, um, what's, your, uh, what's your producer? Uh, producer Tara, uh, annoying or no? <laughs> you want to yeah. comment? Okay, Always annoying. Yeah. Always. You got to no, know when. Um, you got to um, know when to turn it off. You know, that's something that's in too. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but, mean, I, I really like comedy, um, but I really like the types of characters you can get with drama. And that's not to say comedy there's not interesting characters, but right. drama is just. It's it's hard. It is hard because you have to pull off more emotions than just silly. Sure. But sure. Uh, I think I have more time, more fun doing comedy because you yeah. get to. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Let's go ahead and stop down just one second, guys. You're listening to Conversations Radio. This is episode 121. Our guests live from Singapore. Her, not me. From Singapore, Lilo Bayer, and my co-host, the wonderful Travis Burnett. And again, now this podcast will be available. Um, on Saturday, so if you missed any of, this, any of this today, you can go back on Saturday and listen to it again. So there you go. People can kind of come in and out and listen and whatnot. Um, I know I know your mom's listening, Lilo. She told me, she goes, you know, send me uh, the, the link. I said, okay. She goes, I'll, I'll listen to some. Any of it. Um, and of course, you know, um, Tara gets to sit in the studio. Your producer, that's great. Um, you, got, uh, you got some stuff here, some great ticks in your resume. Great body of work. Tell me about how you got the role in Singapore Caribbean. That's a UK show. You played uh, yep. you played Kate Blackett. Kate so, Blackett, yeah. So tell me about the daughter of Morrissey, which was really cool. Uh, so I I was on the Voice Kids Germany. Yeah. Uh, in 2019. So basically, right after that kind of ended, we flew back home. And my mom saw this audition posted for my manager. I think it was for my manager. Or it was just on one of those casting posts. Right. But the funny thing is she never looks at those. But for that day, she I remember her saying, hey, let's just check it. You know, why not? There's nothing bad can happen. And 
she saw the audition for the Singapore group and we were like, okay, let's just try out because it was like for someone who was young, 12 years old and could do a British accent. And let me tell you, it was not very good, but I tried. No, you did, yeah. Yeah, we had, I think it was three scenes. And so I filmed it and I sent it. And I think it was two weeks later, they like sent me another audition, I think. And then they just emailed and said that I got it. And so it was actually, it was really quick. So let's, Um, let's back up a second. You were, um, the voice was filmed in Germany, obviously. Yeah. Okay. So So you got notice of that role available in Germany or back in Singapore? The Singapore grip? Yeah. In Singapore. Okay. Because that was... They they were filming in Malaysia, so they were looking for someone in the area. That's just a hop skip. Malaysia is close, right? It's a hop skip and jump? Yeah. Basically. It's like close to it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, and you got it. And that was, um, I want to say, was it six parts? Six part series? I would have, yes. A six episode, I would say. Episodic, yeah. And Mm -hmm. the storyline is, it's it's kind of, it's it's a little, little dark, but... There is some levity as well. Yeah, it's yeah, it's about kind of like the invasion when like the British had control over Singapore, and then there was like the war and everything. Um, and it was just really great filming it because the story was like really dramatic. Because all the stuff that I'd done before was just like super like funny, like Ollie and Friends was a TV show that I did where I was, like, the main character, and it was, like, teaching kids, like, stuff. Yeah. Um, like, talking about butterflies or talking about, like, being scared of something. And it was just, like, all very uplifting and positive, and so this was something different. And so I was really excited, and the cast was so great, and the director, and so I was I was just extremely excited to do it. It, every, it was great. Every role you book is unique, um, and, of course, uh, auditions yeah. – Auditions owe plenty, and as I always say, the audition is the uh, gig till you get to the gig. It's part of it's, it's part of the job. Um, when, yeah. you, when you watch yourself on TV or on film, um, what's your emotion? Are you able to watch yourself and not cringe a little bit or analyze? Uh, no, I definitely do cringe and like say, "Oh, I should have done this better. Oh, I could have done this. Why did I do that?" But I feel like at first when I watch it, I enjoy it because I'm like, oh, look, I, or like I remember something that happened while I was filming it. Um, but then I start like thinking, oh, can we turn that off? But my parents always watch everything I'm in. And so I'll just like walk away most of the time. Wow. So it's, it's, again, it's, I've, I've had guests on that like, you know, they'll say they, they, they go home and they go home and they'll say, oh, let's put Sarah's movie on. And you're like, oh, you know, please, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so, but, yeah. and Travis for you. And again, you know, with, as far as overanalyzing stuff, you did, um, dispatches from elsewhere. And that was, that was pretty intense. It, it moved really quick. Um, and obviously you watched, watched the entire, the entire series. Did, did, did you find yourself analyzing? Like, why did they go with that take or definitely? Yeah. yeah. I sort of do the exact same thing you do. Um, but the difference is my, like what you said was they will always like put it on randomly. So they'll just yeah. say, here, let's watch season one, episode six. And I'm like, nope, I'll be in the other room. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know if I don't think, no, I don't like watching myself. Cause I always find at least something wrong with it. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I don't like it, but you got to do it at least once. Ollie and friends. Yeah. That was, that, that was your first job. 
on TV? Uh, my first TV job, yes. It was a 30-episode. It was oh, season wow. four, uh, and I was, like, the main lead kid in it, which was super fun. Yeah. And this was in Singapore? Yeah, that was in Singapore. It was on Singapore's main, like, channel for just TV shows and okay. especially kids' shows, Octo Channel. Um, and so I hadn't done anything before. I hadn't even thought about TV acting very much. And so when I went into audition and I got it, I was like, okay. So it was, I mean, it was kind of an experience that I'll never forget because oh, sure. I just found my love for TV acting. And I met, like, family and friends who I'm going to have. Oh, yeah forever and so it was yeah i loved it and it was just so much fun because the sets were so like comic-y like yeah it was kitty and i loved it because what is, what it was just the, so funny what are the sound stages like in in singapore it's got to be a, a huge thing huge like really? i remember the one that we filmed in for the months that we were filming ollie and friends it was basically you would go in and it was like a huge building and you'd walk in and there was like a little place where we'd always sit rehearse lines and then there was like a place like a kitchen where they'd always bring the food in and then you'd walk further and then there'd be like six dressing rooms for each of us wow and and you just walk forward and then there's this huge like just room that's just completely green like the entire room is green oh wow and it's like it's enormous i've never like filmed in such a big green room before was that, um, was that a multi-cam show? It, yes, it was. Yeah. And everything, like, all the backgrounds were all green screen. Right. So it makes sense why everything was green. But we couldn't wear any green clothes or anything. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to, like, avoid that kind of thing. But, yeah, it was really fun. And it was huge. I was yeah. watching uh, I was watching Channel 5 News in the morning, KTLA News. It was St. Patrick's mm -hmm. Day. And the, weather, <laughs> the weatherman was complaining because he couldn't wear his St. Patrick's Day hat because the green was the same green they used the, the key off of. For the, for the shots yeah. and stuff. So, but, and again, um, Travis Connors, multi-cam, you know this very well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Again, stuff dropping, you've got, especially on, 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 on series and sitcoms and stuff and, and TV shows, a lot of different stuff hanging and dropping down and, just, you know, so. Yeah. Now you did that, by the way, Travis, you did that in front of a live audience. Um, Yes, for um, the Connors, we didn't do that. But um, for Raven's Home, oh. we did, I want to say, one episode in front of a live studio audience. What is that which like? Which it sort of brought um, the theater element to TV and film. So that was a little weird adjusting. So they bring you out and introduce you and all that stuff, the whole uh, pre-show stuff. Yeah. yeah, I've had friends yeah. that worked on um, um, on a lot of stuff like shows like that. Um, and they're always it's 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 always a, a process but uh they it's hours and hours you know yeah uh when that's when that when that's filmed it's not it's not in real time it's not it's not 30 minutes you're there for quite some time and audiences tend to get a little antsy after uh <laughs> a while because they okay. once you once you're in you can't leave you got to stay you know for, for the yeah so. i once did like a live recording for ollie and friends and the thing is, like, we had to perform, like, five songs and do some scenes, but all the audience, because it was a kid show, they were all, like, toddlers. And it, it took, so it looked, it took, like, from 5 a.m. in the morning till, like, oh. almost 12 midnight. Oh, it was, wow. it took so long because the kids would, like, run up or they'd, like, start screaming. And so it took a while. Like, I remember my sister and my brother, they were both in it. Oh. And so they were always 
in the back, and they were the only ones who were always behaved because I told them beforehand. I was like, if you guys do anything, you're going to be in so much trouble. And yeah, that was it. It took a really long time, but it was really fun because the kids were all like super amazed with what we were doing. And so, yeah, they were really cute. Well, Lilo, tremendous success on stage as well as TV and now music. You've got a new EP out called Introducing Lilo. And uh, it, is, it yeah. is out. Tell me about it. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's an EP. These are all original songs? Yeah, it's an EP of five of my original songs. Um, California So Cool, Celebrate, Real Friends, When You Believe, and Better In Time. Um, and so there's like three faster paced songs and two like slower ballad songs. And so these songs are basically, the whole EP is about my journey from Singapore to LA. Um, and so they were just ideas that I had the past like two years and I just wrote them down in like a journal and then I went with my producer and we just kind of like started writing the songs and yeah, it was a really great experience because, uh, since I was seven, like singing has always been one of my passions and I was always doing covers and I always wanted to be able to have a song that I could be like, oh yeah, I wrote that. It's my song. And so this was a really great experience. And now I get to be able to have my own songs, which is super cool. And the video for Celebrate, you worked with the Dixon sisters. Yeah, I did. Kalila was yeah. actually, Kalila, I hope I saying that right. She was actually on our show. Um, was she? Really? Yes, yeah. she was a guest. I met yeah. her I met her and her mom and her sister. at. Uh, they were at a park in Sherman Oaks with uh, Jordan Matter. They were doing a, a, a thing. Oh, and that's how, yeah. we, that's how we met. And, uh, and it was great. And it was, yeah, so I had her on with um, Radio Maya. So, uh, That's very was, cool. Yeah, really, yeah, I love really cool family. They were like dancers, and they're, Great they're dancers. both sweet, and they're amazing dancers. Yeah. They're so talented. They're just good people. Hey, I've got a song mm. here in my cart deck. It says Celebrate. I'm going to play it. Is that okay? Oh, okay. All right. Super. This is new music from Introducing Lilo. It's Lilo Byer. The song is called Celebrate. This is Conversations Radio.
new music that celebrate right here on Conversations Radio on her new EP, Introducing Lilo. And uh, again, uh, wow, congrats on that. It's Thank really, you. it's really good. It's really good. I like it. I, I can see that like on a TV show or something, you know, like a, like a scene on a TV show, like like where they're going to the beach or something uh, out there, and you know, someone gets. Yeah, I actually wrote that song when I was, I think I was twelve. Oh. Uh, right before COVID hit, so and I was going to release it, and so I just never did because I wanted to have a music video with right. it because you know we gotta have both. And so we waited until last year, and I actually did it with the same producer that I did the whole EP with. And so then I just re-recorded it, and we just changed a few things. But, yeah, wow. it's really funny because <laughs> I actually did it three years ago, but I still wanted to include it because it was just, like, fun and, you know. And, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. And doing videos, of course. Uh, obviously, you've got playback, playback in the background when you're doing the dancing and whatnot. So that's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of work, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a very good coordination, so when I was, like, dancing and singing, I was kind of out of breath, but I did it. I did it, but I need to do more sport, and that's just something that I I need to do. We need to see some live shows. That's what we need to see. That'd be Mm. great, yeah. Um, Travis, are you writing music at all? Um, You're busy. You're really busy. I am busy. I, 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 I am busy. It's always been like in the back of my mind. You get a pass. It's always been like that, sure. maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, I see you. I, I see you like hosting a game show. You know? <laughs> and now here's your host, Travis <laughs> Burnett. Yeah, thank you. First you know? person to tell me that. Welcome to take your pick or pick your nose. Question number one. You know, no, I, I think you'd be good at that. But uh, I'm looking, at Lilo. You've done so much. I mean, it's amazing. Um, yeah. Tell me about this this David Beckham encounter. What was that all about? <laughs> oh, okay. That's kind of so, a big deal. Yeah, it was quite a while ago. I think it was 2017. I do not remember. Um, but basically, the academy where I was performing and like doing classes every day, we had an opportunity, and we like it was in Marina Bay Sands, which is like the huge place in Singapore where it like. I don't know if you know it, there's like buildings and there was like a boat on top. Um, and so that's like the, a famous landmark. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, so okay. it was inside there, which is, and there's like a huge mall and then there's the hotel on top of it. And so we sang, I think it was a few songs. I think it was a Christmas event, I'm pretty sure. And so we sang like a few Christmas carols and then he came on stage and he hosted it. And then at the end, he sang one song with us and then we just like talked to him after and we just like hung out for with him for like an hour and then he went to the hotel right above us. So it was a really great experience because he was such a nice person. Wow. Um, and he wow. like really took the time to talk to each of us individually. And he's also just such such a good stage presence when he was like hosting and on stage. It was just like the whole world was just watching him. Like he was so talented. And so that was really, really fun. Yeah, you hosted I loved it. you hosted stuff as well. You've been you've been a presenter. Uh child you did yeah. child aid. It's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. let's talk about the voice kids for just a second because we kind of touched on that earlier. Um mm-hmm. how was that process? I've had a lot of folks from the voice and American America's Got Talent and American Idol yeah. on the show here. Mm-hmm. Um again a commitment, a lot of it's a lot of work. How did you, how did you, um, what was the process for you on that? 
Okay, uh, so in you, 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 20... you, you flew to Germany, obviously. Yes, just, it okay. was in 2018. Okay. Uh, it got released in 2019, and I was, I think I was 12. Uh, and so we saw that there was auditions for the Voice Kids Germany, and I'm Austrian, so I was allowed to do it. It's the only voice thing that I can do. Yeah. And I, I always wanted to do, like, a singing competition, and so I showed it to my mom, and I was like, hey, can we try out for this? And so we, the first, no, the first audition, we had to fly over to Germany for two days. Just one day we, like, slept, and then the next day we went to the audition. And so right. we had to prepare three songs. And so when we got there, there were so many people. It was like a huge auditorium and it was crowded. And so we were split into like groups of like six people. And then we just go to like, I think it was like 10 different rooms. And we just sang three songs in each room. And there was like 10 people, like 10 like executives or like judges sitting there. And then they would look at you, they would talk to you for a second and then they'd send you to the next room. And every room they would like make a few people leave yeah and so it was really scary every single time when they'd be like okay and then they'd read your number and then it'd be like thank you so much you guys can go home and it was always so scary because i was like please don't call my number but i made it to the end at the end there was only me and another girl like both days wow and so it was really scary and then there was like another day where we had to go back to Singapore, fly back again for the second round. And it was like just for interviews. So they see how you are on sure. camera and your like presence. And so we did like 10 different interviews wow. with like different interviewers, like on different topics. And then I had to go home and then we had another audition, which was actually on Zoom because they told me I wouldn't have to fly out all the way back again because uh -huh. they knew I was in Singapore. Yeah. So I sang two songs for them. And then I think it was like two weeks later, my mom told me we were going to watch a light show in Marina Bay Sands. And so we went to the light show. She told me to like dress up nicely. So I was like in overalls. I was like looking very cute. Um, wait, wait, wait. Dress, dress up nicely and you wear, you wear overalls. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Sounds very Halloween. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it was an overall okay and it had okay. Like, yeah. a, like a sparkly stars on it oh wow so for my i was obsessed with it. i wore it every day Aww. um and, and so when we were there my mom got a call and my dad was filming me and i was like why are you filming me and so they basically i pick up the call and i thought it was my grandpa because they were speaking german wow. and then the host of the show called me and he was like you made it to the blind auditions and so i like screamed and i was just it was a great day. Uh, and wow. then they actually played that video when I first came on for the blind audition. Sure. Uh, and yeah, so that whole process took so long, but it was so worth it because I, I mean, it was amazing because just the exposure and the chance to sing in front of millions of people, like on live television, um, was, it, it was so cool. And so I'll never forget it. It's definitely one of my favorite things I've ever done. That's amazing! Wow, <laughs> very cool. And and you, you were a semifinalist. That's uh, that's yeah. huge. Obviously, a big deal in Germany. So you're a lot of a lot of exposure. A lot of people saw you. Yeah. Did you get recognized, mm -hmm. spotted in public, or anything? 
Sponsor them? No, because oh. I mean, I did in Asia, but not for the voice yeah. kids, okay. for Ollie and Friends by okay. like some younger kids. Oh, fun. <laughs> and of course, yeah, and of course, for, for Travis, um, getting spotted at all? Uh, nope, no, not really. It's gonna happen no. for you. It's gonna happen. Don't worry. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I'll send, some, I'll, I'll send some folks over to your house. <laughs> hey, that's where he lives. He lives there. Travis, come outside. Yeah, no. Um, no, that's, that's of course, I'm kidding. But, um, well, that's fantastic. And, again, um, performances are plenty. That, that, of course, is a big deal. And then Carnegie Hall. Now, that yes. wasn't an experience. That's a dream. Tell me about that. Yeah. So it was – I won first place in the American Prodigy Vocal Conference competition and so it was like an international thing where everyone sent in videos of them singing and like a short interview and so I got first place and so we were flown out to New York and we stayed there I think for two weeks because we love New York we're always in New York Uh and so we took that chance and I skipped a lot of school just so we could have like a little family vacation Great. and so (laughs) it was really cold and so I was wearing like this like huge gown not because the, uh, everyone not, dressed not, up. Not, not the overalls. Okay, yeah. No, not <laughs> overalls okay. this time. No. I've never and gone to New York. I would love to go. You've never been never to New been, York? Never been, no. You should go. It's go. amazing. Yeah. I love New York. Especially now that everything's opened up. I guess you know, COVID really yeah. put the screws a lot of people, but it's, I guess, back. But anyway, I'm sorry. So you, so you did the Carnegie Hall. Yeah. Obviously, you got all dressed yeah. up. Because it's, it's always mm-hmm. an event at, at, at Carnegie Hall. I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, the, like, the hall was so beautiful. And the acoustics were – it was just, like, me uh, singing with a piano. Oh, wow. Um, and so and I a, wasn't playing the piano. And a, it was a, and a nice big spotlight. But, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Outstanding. Yeah. Those are memories to, to, that will last forever. And more of yeah. those are on the way. You know, you've been in L.A. for how many years now? We came in 2019, and then, yeah, but we went back to Singapore for a half of the year in 2020 because of COVID. Right. Uh, And then we came back last year. So. What were your impressions of LA when you when you when you when you got here? Because you'd never been before. Was it overwhelming? Uh, I mean, I I personally love LA. It's I think it's so much better than Singapore. I shouldn't be saying that out loud, but. I mean, Singapore is like clean and it's safe and it's just like really beautiful. Yeah. But LA, I just think there's just so much more you can do. Yeah. I mean, when I first arrived, um, and it was very dirty, so I was like, "Oh, this is different." It's very but, different. Yeah. Yeah, but LA, I adjusted I mean, to it, and there's just there's so much you can do. Like, yeah. You can do everything here, so I just. It's great. I mean, I grew up in San Francisco. I was born in Connecticut, but I never remember Connecticut. I, all I know is San Francisco. And you know, I, I spent 20 years there. And mm. sure, it, it, any big city has its challenges. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't mm. define it. And for me, like San Francisco will always be amazing because it's, it's what yeah. it is, you know. And to, to sit in a coffee shop or, or a restaurant and watch the fog roll over the Golden Gate Bridge, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. And it's, just, it's amazing. Um, and same for LA. I mean, there's, there's, again, it's definitely a, a melting pot. Everyone's here. Uh, but again, challenges, but it's still LA. It's always gonna be amazing. And there are tons yeah. of opportunities here, especially for what you're doing. You know, you want to be in, you yeah. want to be in, 
You That's why we moved in the first yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. This, I this, got my work this, visa. The so. city is going to be LA, going to be LA, New York, Chicago. Really, are the ones. Uh, and, and again, if you if you get real polished, you get a residency in Las Vegas. So I mean, that's that happens too. Speaking of okay, like like the voice. Do you want to audition for the voice for America's Got Talent or stuff out here? Um, are you allowed? I I don't think I'm allowed for the voice, but uh, American Idol and America's Got Talent. I'm pretty sure I am. They actually reached out to me, America's Got Talent, like two years back, but I never did it because I wasn't living in LA yet. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's definitely an option. I'm, I'm thinking about it. You because never know. You're Maybe the, you'll see me there. Yeah. You're the age. I mean, 15 is about the start age and I, and Travis, right. you as well. You could be doing it too. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, we were, we were looking into it a little bit, but I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um, just, uh, Josiah bear, uh, not buyer bear, B A E R. She's a singer, um, and an actress. And, um, we've had her on the show and she's co-hosted as well a couple of times too but uh she was on america's uh, american idol and she's known she's the one that wore the uh the captain's cap if you saw that literally 12 hours before her audition on american idol she was in a golf cart and it and rear-ended a back of a truck and cut her head open <laughs> so she basically auditioned with a concussion and uh yeah and so she didn't make it through but uh that was uh, that the, the the it was very much uh, a big part of the audition process when I mean, they showed them with her, with her at the um, and she's good she's got a fantastic career now uh, and again as far as um, as a voice um, Addison Nagan uh, she was a runner up uh, a few years back good friend she's in Indiana living the dream she's performed with um, everyone including Bob Seger and um, done all kinds of stuff so um, they are it's a, it's a springboard for sure you know, they show, yeah. so it's good. It's, it's, uh, I think it's important that when people go into auditions, that they, 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 they understand the reality of it, you know. Um, but, yeah. um, there are folks that, uh, that do very well and go on, and, you know, I can, you know, name several. <laughs> we all know the ones that win, but, uh, hey, mm -hmm. guess, guess what? We are out of time. We went over, actually. This was a lot of fun. Uh, you, uh, will you come back on again? Because I've got a oh, feeling, you know, we just we just like scraped the surface with you. you know, there's just there's so many layers to Lilo Buyer, and I'm so proud that I got your name right, too. Yeah, know? I'm so proud of you too. Yeah, uh, that's good. <laughs> I mean, Travis Burnett, you can't mess that up. But but uh, like, yeah. Lilo, I was it Lilo Buyer, you could you could do it. Um, how can they follow you online? You're on Instagram. Uh, right? All my socials are just Lilo Buyer. Yeah, I got very lucky because I don't know nobody has the username Lilo Buyer anywhere, so it's just Lilo Buyer. Just hang out. Unique. What do yeah, you, unique. What's up? What's up next for you? Um. Well, I have an upcoming feature film, which was actually supposed to be filmed when right when COVID hit, and so it's just been it's kept been pushing back and it's been pushed back, and so hopefully, I really hope that it's going to be this year because. Okay the story and just everything in it is just so exciting uh and so i really hope i get to do that this year introducing lilo where can they find that ep uh it's on all music platforms apple music amazon uh whatever you can find itunes and okay. i'm sure it'll be there yeah and you're on youtube as well so yes i am on youtube <laughs> we're expecting big things from you lilo buyer absolutely Thank you so much. Stand by just a second, okay? Don't leave yet. 
not down with you, Travis. You know that. <laughs> Obviously, uh, things are uh, are happening for you. Uh, Connors is wrapped for the season. Uh, those episodes, of course, are available in demand. Check that out. A great, great, um, great recurring role for you. Um, yeah. and, uh, and 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 phenomenal. Just a really, really cool. A lot of good messages there, and that. And of course, episodes of Dispatches from Elsewhere. You need to watch that, Lilo, if you can find it. It's really good. I'm sure it's on. I will. I'll, I'll put that on my watch list. <laughs> yeah, Dispatches from Elsewhere, and of course, uh, Diary of a Future President. President. Great, uh, great show as well. Hey, gotta run. So, Lilo and Travis, I thank you. Thank you. You for having us. You're welcome. That's a wrap, guys. Hey, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm-hmm.